Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Question of the Week from the Naked Scientists. This week, we question life on Earth. Hi, this is Beryl Wary calling from Richmond, Virginia. I was wondering, if Earth is such a great place to live, why, to our knowledge, has life only begun once on this planet? Why don't we see new life beginning here every day? First up, let's define what life on Earth, as we know it, actually is by asking Dr Nick Lane, lecturer in Genetics, Evolution and Environment at University College London. All life as we know it on Earth is composed of cells with an enclosing membrane, DNA as the hereditary material encoding proteins and so on. All cells share a lot of their basic biochemistry right down to the same genetic code, the same ways of making proteins, even the same ways of generating energy. So, given that, has life as we know it, or indeed alternative forms of life, arisen more than once on Earth? We don't know for sure that life only started once on Earth. All we know is that all the living organisms we've ever looked at are plainly related and so almost certainly derive from a single common ancestor. If life arose repeatedly, then all other separate origins must have disappeared without trace, perhaps outcompeted to extinction very early on by the more successful cells. The fossil record of bacterial cells goes back about 3,500 million years, that's 3.5 billion years. And so far as we can tell, these cells were very similar to their modern equivalents. So different forms of life may have started, but it seems that just our form of life survived over the last 3.5 billion years. And where could our type of life have started? Deep ocean hydrothermal vents are the systems most likely to have given rise to life. These Far from equilibrium systems do at least favour the production of organic molecules, the biomass that makes up cells. But the level of self-organisation and dynamism required to get from cell matter to living cells is so great that we're in no position to specify the probability of life arising even in the most favourable environment. So if we're told that conditions on Earth are so suitable for forming life, then why aren't new types of life arising all the time on present-day Earth? There are two big differences today which mean that life is almost certainly not continuing to arise even in these favourable settings. One is the chemistry of the oceans. Four billion years ago there was no oxygen and much higher CO2 levels which together are much more conducive to life and then secondly, today's vent systems are already packed with living cells, which are far more effective at converting raw materials such as hydrogen and CO2 into biomass than any primitive prebiotic system could be. So, however likely life might have been at the beginning, it's extremely unlikely that life could originate again on Earth today. 
So, David, it appears that life may have arisen a number of times on Earth. But the most successful form of life, using organic biochemistry as we know it, proliferated and has been so successful that we've altered the environment simply by being here and thereby made it less hospitable for other forms of life to initiate. Well, that's left me feeling rather special. And with that question fully evolved, we expend brain energy to ponder the next one just in. So my name's Gary Lester from Buckinghamshire, and my question is, can I think myself thin? So can I eat a really large pudding and instead of hitting the treadmill, do a math problem instead? What do you think? You can tweet at Naked Scientists, write on our Facebook page, email chris at thenakedscientists.com or join in the debate on our forum, which is at nakedscientists.com slash forum. The Naked Scientists Question of the Week, brought to you in association with the How to Wisman Foundation, supporting science and education from Alpha to Omega. Thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that's investing £20 billion in R&D over the next two years. The nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK.